Hi, my name is Brad Constantine, and this is a podcast of the New Testament. I'll be using as the text the King James Version, along with the Joseph Smith Translation. Although this is not an official recording of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, every effort's been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. I'll also be using quotes from general authorities of the Church, the Apostles and Prophets, and BYU professors and others, and uh, every word out of the Scriptures themselves. So if you're ready for a really detailed analysis of the New Testament, you've come to the right place. Welcome. Hi there, welcome back. This will be for Romans chapter 15. True saints fellowship one another. Paul recounts his diligence in preaching the gospel, gifts of the Spirit poured out upon the Gentiles. Verse 1, We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproach thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Wherefore, receive ye one another, as Christ also received us, to the glory of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision of the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. Paul frequently speaks of those of the circumcision in reference to the Jews. So when Paul refers to Christ as a minister of, of the circumcision, he is referring to his lineage through the house of Israel and his ministry among the Jews. For Jesus said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Verse 9, And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy, as it is written, For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles, and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice ye Gentiles with his people. And again, Praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and laud him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, to him shall the Gentiles trust. Remember that we learned that the, Jesse, the root of Jesse is Jesus Christ. Verse 13, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. And I myself also am persuaded of you, my brethren, that ye also are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, able to answer or able to admonish one another. Nevertheless, brethren, I have written the more boldly unto you in some sort, by putting you in mind, because of the grace that is given to me of God, that I should be the minister of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, ministering the gospel of God, that the offering up of the Gentiles might be acceptable, being sanctified by the Holy Ghost. I have therefore whereof I may glory through Jesus Christ in those things which pertain to God. For I will not dare to speak of any of those things which Christ hath not wrought by me to make the Gentiles obedient by word and deed through mighty signs and wonders by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and, and round about into Illyricum, that's present-day Albania and Macedonia, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Yea, so have I strived to preach the gospel, not where Christ was named, lest I should build upon another man's foundation, but as it is written, to whom he was not spoken of, they shall see, and they, have, they that have not heard shall understand. For which cause also I have been much hindered from coming to you, now having no more place in these parts, and having a great desire these many years to come unto you, when I take my journey into Spain, I will come to you. For I trust to see you in my journey, and to be brought on my way with thitherward by you, if, if first I be somewhat filled through your prayers. 
Paul was in Corinth at the time he informed the Romans of his intention to visit Spain, but he said that he must first go to Jerusalem. To go to Jerusalem from Corinth would add about 1,600 miles to the trip. In terms of the overall distance, this meant about a 7,000-mile trip from Corinth to Jerusalem to Spain and back to Jerusalem, a most ambitious and time-consuming undertaking when we consider the mode of travel available. Whether Paul ever got to Spain, we do not know, but his plans are certainly impressive. The subject is chiefly of interest to us in this article because the, the whole idea of a trip to Spain is to be learned to be learned only from Paul's epistle to the Romans. That was by Robert Matthews. Did Paul ever get to Spain? The record of Acts ends with Paul's first imprisonment, and the official account of Paul's known life is closed. From that point on, the scholars are uncertain, but there is strong evidence that Paul was eventually acquitted and freed, during which time he would naturally have continued his missionary labors. Since he had expressed intent to go to Spain, many have assumed he succeeded in doing so because before he was arrested again and put to death under a wave of Christian persecution. Clement of Rome, about, one, about AD 100, states that Paul had gone to the extremity of the West, which would, which would seem to imply Spain. Others of the early Christian fathers also reported that he labored in Spain. Thus, Paul's intentions to go to Spain may have been eventually realized. I hope he went to France, too. Maybe he saw the Eiffel Tower. Okay, maybe not. Verse 25, But now I go into Jerusalem to minister unto the saints, for it hath pleased them of Macedonia and Achaia to make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Jerusalem. It hath pleased them verily, and their debtors they are. For if the Gentiles have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. When therefore I have performed this, and have sealed to them this fruit, I will come to you into Spain. I am sure that when I am when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the Spirit, that ye strive together with me in your prayers to God for me, that I may be delivered from them that do not believe in Judea, and that my service which I have for Jerusalem may be accepted of the saints, that I may come unto you with joy by the will of God, and may with you be refreshed. Now the God of peace be with you all. Amen. Anyway, that's the end of the chapter, and we'll see you next time. Bye.